As we proceeded to that route, we come up on a bunch of cop cars, fire trucks, and a manhole spewing flames. <gasps> we got super. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! This is not what I was expecting from this scare mail. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Hey, Joy, guess what? What? We have two people who are listening to our show that we don't personally know, and (laughs) and we haven't guilted into doing it. And you know how I know this? How? Because they are really lovely people, and they commented on our iTunes. Oh, my goodness. What? They they rated and reviewed us and gave us five stars. Can I read (gasps) them to you? Five? Yes. Wait, out of five? Yes. (laughs) Whoa. I mean, listen, I can see that some people have given us a one and they can go fuck themselves. If you're that miserable, then I'm so sorry. If you're going to give us a one. Just because you guys have never seen a ghost. Don't give me one star. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. It happens because people are miserable and they need to share that misery. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. sorry. People don't have to like me. I don't care. I'm a Leo. Joy, I need everyone to love me. Even the ones who hate me, they hate me with love. It's fine. Okay. So the first one is from a delightful individual called Ash Heron Smith. And the title of their review is love with all caps. Exclamations. Oh, but wait, it gets more. Just listen to the episode with Carrie from Mum to Raj Pod. We fucking love Carrie. Fucking love her. It's true. I do. I had never listened to the show before, but totally fell in love with these ladies. Oh, you know what? We love you too. Um, their banter is so genuine and they offer so much interesting ghost insight. Totally love it. Subscribed. Oh, thank you. We love exclamation point, exclamation point, you too, in all caps. That's right. Thank, thank you. you. That warms my cold, icy little black heart. I know. I can see it starting to glow, you little Grinch. Like three sizes. I see it. (laughs) Um, Okay. The next person has uh, what I wish my AOL chat room screen name had been. And I'm pissed I didn't pick it first and that they did. They they go by Captain Dingbat. Like the font? No, I'm I'm pretty sure it's Dingbat. Like you, you call someone a Dingbat. No, that's Wingdings. Wingdings is the font. I think there's both. That's Wingdings. I think there's both. Okay, so there's uh, Captain Dingbat. (laughs) Maybe I'm the Dingbat. I didn't didn't want to say anything. Captain Dingbat. Captain Dingbat. They titled their review, Essential Listening. What? God bless you. Us? Yes. So lovely. They put, I love this podcast, love, (gasps) all caps. What? Oh, my gosh. What? What? Joy and Emily bring such warmth, curiosity, and humanity to discussing their experiences and engaging with guests. God bless you. Thank you. Um, It's fascinating material and a great approach to sharing it in a podcast. 
I do wish the recording levels were more balanced. I don't know if they're sitting at different distances from the mic or whatever, but sometimes I have to turn it up to hear joy. It's very, very hard for me to yell from Long Beach to Woodland Hills. So she's right. She's right. Yeah. If you're listening to season one, it's sorry. It's just, yeah. Uh, Season two, we went into lockdown in a pandemic. Well, actually, no, that was also. No, that was season one. That was season one. We've been recording virtually since the uh, middle of season one. Middle of season one. But we we think we figured it out, Captain Dingbat. And we appreciate you hanging in there and sticking it out. Anyway, that said, I think the show is beautifully done and deserves tons of fans. You shut up. We love Aww. you. I'm trying not to blaze through the episodes too quickly, so there is always a new one to listen to. Highly recommend. Jesus criminy, Captain Dingbat. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. I'm I'll li- try to project more. Yeah, just, you know, do your back of the theater thing. Listen. I, yeah. You know, the other thing about recording is um, if you don't know and you're listening, we usually record uh, after our kids are asleep. So I also just have this innate, like, I should be quiet and not, like, wake my child up who's, like, outside of my room down the hall a tiny yeah, bit. Yeah, but, but I, I, he, I don't know. He's been listening to my big, stupid voice since he was, like, gestating. So he's probably used to it. He probably won't wake up. It's not a big, stupid voice, Joy. It's a <laughs> delightful, Rubenesque, <laughs> sensual, sensual musk of a music to my ears. <laughs> oh, I've never had my voice described as Rubenesque. Plenty of other things, but adjectives. that's the first for my voice. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, anyway, that being said, I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And this is The, the Residuals. Residuals. We're a little old paranormal podcast. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, all. thank you. Thank you. To your bartender. Mm. Oh mm. my God. Speaking of bartenders. No, you speaking never... of tip your bartender, I'm wearing a glass jaw shirt. So if oh, anybody gets that, I'm just Sorry. so you know, um, you, you never got to experience the magic of Marty and Elaine at the Dresden. Um, no. Did you ever see swingers? Yes. So I, yes, I do know. What Marty and Elaine, about. they, they sang um, the staying alive, right? Oh my goodness. Love them. I used to live in the neighborhood. I would go to Dresden all the time to hear them. Marty, unfortunately, passed away this week. So we would like to send out our deepest love to all of the fans of Marty and Elaine. Pour out a little bit of fuzzy water for them. It's a hard time for everybody. But may you be playing the drums in heaven. Yeah. So... That happened. Um, God, that's a bummer. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Maybe she'll hear from him and then we'll hear from her. I know. So uh, for all of you new listeners, oh, my God. Hi. Hi. Um, Yeah. Thanks for listening. We do something called scare mail. We haven't done a scare mail episode in a while. And what are we going to do today, Joy? Um, Well, because uh, it's February. And it is the anniversary of the beginning of the Salem Witch Trials. <gasps> we are going to kick off Scare Mail with a Salem Scare Mail from Andrea. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Uh, do you want? Do you want to go? Do you want to say anything else, or should I just go into it? No, just get do to it. it? I, I got to tell you, scare mail is one of my fucking favorite things. I love scare mails. I do. Um, I also have only like. I like being surprised along with you guys. Yes. So I have only skimmed this briefly. Okay. <laughs> I haven't okay. like, okay. So here we go. <clears throat> Hi, Joy and Emily. I'm a big fan of the pod. I've been a client of Joy's since 2008 and every tattoo idea I bring her, she kills. That's right. She's talking about me. Um, I've even followed her to California to get tattooed and I live in South Florida. So oh my yeah, God, that's I'm dedication. loyal as fuck. Yeah. She said I'm loyal as fuck. Yes, she is. <laughs> I've been meaning to write for a while, but what better time than now? It all began in mine and my then fiance now wife's apartment in Brooklyn. We were talking about doing something fun, but spooky. So we decided to take a short trip to Salem. We kind of saw it as a joke since we don't really believe in the paranormal, me less than her. And we decided to drive there and stay two nights. I booked what appeared to be a quaint hotel across the street. Oh no, 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 no. No. Across the street from what I think was called the witch house. (laughs) We had a great drive and arrived just before sunset. The hotel was cute but our room was kind of creepy looking. We dumped our stuff and headed out to explore Salem. Already, we felt a weird vibe. You fucking think? We had problems with pictures by the witch house. The streets were practically empty and the air was eerily still, quiet all around us. We tried to find a place to eat, but most everything was closed. We went to Walgreens to pick up a few things, and then we walked back to the hotel. I took some Xanax to help me sleep, and we went to bed. Mad respect. After we just stayed at the Hotel Del Coronado. I know. No, no. I I get it I have anxiety, like, reading this, thinking about staying in another hotel right now. (laughs) I fell asleep pretty easily, but then I had this dream. My wife and I were walking around the corner of the exact Walgreens we had been to earlier in the night when we were met by this terrifying guy. His posture was aggressive and his face was menacing. Then snap, we were turning the corner again. And again, the scary guy met us, but this time he went to attack my wife. Snap, we're turning the corner again. Only this time I have the memory of the guy and I shield my wife from him when he attacks. And then I woke up. What is this? Some crazy like groundhog day, like, Ghost dream? Oh, this is amazing. I mean, it's fucking terrifying, but it's like. <laughs> then I woke up. It was around 3 a.m. I know, I know. In parentheses, I know, I know. No, 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 no. I'm not one to have nightmares like this, but I was shook. I was so scared that even though I had to pee pretty badly, <laughs> I could not get off the bed. Oh my God, I know this feeling so I know, well. I know that. So well. Oh, I know that feeling. I stared at the AC unit next to me until the sun came up and I felt safe enough to get up and go to the bathroom. I never went back to sleep. We had a day of witches and ghost tours ahead of us, so we got dressed and left the hotel. The first place we went was the main drag there. I can't remember the street names. We entered witchy store after witchy store until we came up 
to another, to one in particular. It was full of little statues and talismans and random witchy things. Then we saw Dia de los Muertos stuff mixed in with Santeria, mixed with voodoo, mixed with Egyptian stuff. And suddenly we weren't having such a good time anymore. The shop reeked of cultural and religious appropriation. As Latinas, we did not feel good about having the religious and cultural traditions of your ancestors on display for mostly white tourists to play with in Salem, Massachusetts. We started to feel gross inside. We went on with our day, seeing little plays about the witch trials and going to more shops. I started to get a really bad feeling around Salem, and my wife felt it too. We found a place to eat within walking distance. It was a small hot dog joint. There were some semi-rowdy youths inside, but Mm. we ignored them, even as they stared daggers into us. They left, and a few minutes later, we left. As we were walking, those same youths appeared across the street from us and started yelling insults at us. It was ridiculous. What the fuck? I don't know. This is so weird. But also really off-putting. I mean, yes. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Uh, we really started to realize at this point that Salem was not our town. We booked a walk-in ghost tour for that evening, and I went back to the room while my wife did some more shopping. With all the shopping we did, I don't think we actually bought anything. With the room to myself, I decided to take a bath. But it became clear almost immediately that that was a bad call. I felt watched while in the room alone and in the bathtub. I felt spooked and scared, so I got out and called my wife to come back as soon as possible. When she returned, I told her how I was feeling, and we both agreed that something's up with Salem. The ghost tour was okay, not great. The guide was amusing, but the people were very standoffish. While looking at the old jail they turned into condos, a car filled with more youths drove by and yelled out the windows at us. I was starting to subtly freak out. (laughs) We took a lot of pictures, then left the group early. We couldn't take any more. It was time to have dinner and enjoy the rest of the evening. We went walking around for food again and found an acceptable place. We had a nice meal and then headed back to our hotel. As we were walking to our hotel, we noticed that all the lights were out. At the hotel? All the lights in the buildings and the street lights. The street was so dark. There was a group of people ahead of us and behind us, which scared us so much that we tried an alternate route back to the hotel. As we proceeded to that route, we come up on a bunch of cop cars, fire trucks, and a manhole spewing flames. <gasps> we got super. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> this is not what I was expecting from this scare mail. We got super close to check it out because the cops there didn't even stop us. Satisfied with our nosiness, we continued our way to the hotel. Right. We got maybe 20 feet when the manhole exploded, officially scaring the living shit out of my wife and I. We were already spooked, and this made it so much worse. I was literally shaking. We hauled ass back to the hotel, only to find out that the power was out there, too. A lot of the guests were hanging out, uh, were hanging around out front until the lights came back. We hung out for a minute, then went up to our room to watch a movie on my iPad. There was a common room a little down the hall from ours. And when we looked over, there was a guy sitting in a rocking chair staring at us creepily. No. We tried to ignore it, but we started hearing noises that scared us and couldn't handle a creepy guy, scary noises, and pitch blackness any longer. We tried to wait it out, 
but we bailed pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't fucking blame them. I'd go find a Holiday Inn. On the way out, a lot of people from the hotel were still hanging out outside, including this other unfriendly lesbian couple. They saw us packing up our car and were like, oh, can't handle it, huh? And we just took off without saying anything to them. And my my wife biting her tongue is very rare. Fuck them. I know her wife and I will attest that I am extremely surprised she didn't give them what for. (laughs) We had a fun ride back to Brooklyn talking about everything that had gone down. And we finally made it home. I started going through the photos from the trip. All the photos were coming through fucked up like the framing was wrong or something. And after a little time, they went back to normal. (laughs) What? What? I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in the paranormal, so I do enjoy it. What happened in Salem, I cannot explain. There is something there there that is not benevolent and is there whether I believe in it or not. Whether Salem is haunted, I can't say. But if there is such a thing as a residual ghosty energy, I'd say Salem is full of it. So that's my story. Hope it wasn't too long. Love you gals. Keep up the good work, Andrea. That was totally not what I was expecting. That makes me feel like they went through like some fucking like time warp glitch and we're in like alternate Salem. (laughs) Because. Like they went through the hell. Fuck? People were yelling at them. It seems so odd to me for yeah, people youths. to be more uncomfortable with the living people in Salem is a surprising thing to read. I think is what I'm shocked at. That's bonkers. oh my god, that's so weird. What a sorry, you guys had such a crappy time. What the oh, fuck? God. And that like the camera was all screwed up like after that and then it went back to normal oh man oh my god you know what that reminds me of when we had um natalie yeah natalie on and what happened with their pictures when they were in norlands and that was when they were Um, home with the when they well that when they were there, they would take pictures and it wouldn't show. Like the camera would stop working on certain buildings. And then when they were home, they tried to show them to friends and their, their cameras started like sparking, busted. caught on fire, <laughs> yeah. smoking. Like, no, sorry. Probably not funny. <laughs> but, you know, it was just containing so oh much evil joy that it oh, just went kaboom. That's so, that's such a bummer oh because, like, I went to Salem one time all by myself and just like had such a nice day going around to the museums and like walking through the cemetery alone and going to all like the witchy stores and just sort of being like, all right, cool, dreary New England, gray town. This is great. Wow, man. Right? That sucks. Okay. So we have this email from a lovely listener. Um, they didn't sign their name. So because we have a policy with our show of if you want to stay anonymous, you can stay anonymous, then rock on. Um, so uh, I'm going to call them Frank. All right. Frank. Frank. 
Hello. So Frank writes to us. Hi, Emily and Joy. I recently found your podcast and I don't know how I didn't know about you already. I haven't been able to stop listening and I'm really loving the episodes. That's so nice. Yes, Frank. Some names, places, and dates have been changed to protect the innocent. The the story (laughs) itself is 100% true to what I experienced. This is going to be good. All right. All right. Are you comfortable, Joy? Yes. All right. Settle in. Okay. A little backstory. I grew up outside of Boston and moved to New York City, where I met my friend Tracy in 1996. We were always close, no matter how much time had passed or how far apart we lived. I was living out on the West Coast and had gone through some difficult times. Tracy had some dreams about me and knew something was off. We spoke on the phone and talked about what I was going through. And a few months later, she ended up purchasing a townhouse where she would live with her boyfriend. And because she had more than enough room and knew I wasn't doing so well, she invited me to stay with them until I got settled. Oh, that's a good friend. That's a good fucking friend. I love that. I agreed and moved in January 2019. Since she wasn't charging me rent. Oh, that's a really good friend. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Since she wasn't charging me rent, I would do things for them around the house, cleaning, various chores. Oh, God, you can come live with you can live with us. Um, if you can, were you yeah. wearing a good outfit? Sorry, Joy. Listen, do not fetishize this. Lovely I'll do whatever I want quietly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, since she wasn't charging me rent, I would do things for them around the house, cleaning, various chores, helping with design ideas, painting, etc. Oh God, yeah, no, you can. You Great. come and stay. Come on, come on down. Mm-hmm. Um really anything they needed help with. Also, I'm gay. Just to give some additional detail about the living situation, it seemed a lot of neighbors were very confused that there were three of us living there and we'd like <laughs> to keep them guessing. Oh, <laughs> I uh, love that. Oh, and I wonder if they had like a Mrs. Roper neighbor. Like, it yeah. was like a curtain twitcher who really needed to get in their shit. God, I love it that. was me. Oh. <laughs> oh, you sound like our people. Um, Okay. Side note, at this time, I had never had a paranormal or ghost experience, so I didn't really have a strong opinion one way or the other. Oh, snap. That's interesting. The previous owner was this really nice guy who only wanted to sell the house to someone that would love it as much as he and his wife, Sarah, had. Oh, she passed away, I believe, from cancer sometime in the recent past and not in the house from what I was told. Hmm. So not in the house. Okay. From what you were told. Yeah, from what mm-hmm. you were yeah. mm-hmm. um, That is why there is that website, Died in House, that That's you can right. pay a little fee and find out. Once we started to settle in, Tracy and I decided to start with the downstairs bathroom. The walls were painted brown, which neither of us were thrilled about. Yeah, uh. Listen, I got to tell you, when we moved into our house, it was Fifty Shades of Baby Turd. Really? Where to fucking God. And I'm oh, talking man. even the ceilings were a baby diarrhea type color. And like that, we finally got it to to where there's no longer any beige or oh my to like God, it was bad, man. It was awful. So I'm so glad that that our lovely listener helped his best mate Tracy get rectify that situation, rectify the rectum room. Okay. Anyway. I was going a little more subtle with it, but that's fine. Yep. Rectum five. <laughs> let's 
Anywho. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, okay. After researching various plates, we decided on this beautiful metallic blue color. Oh. oh, I'd never used metallic paint before, and I was really excited about the job. The day I was to start painting, I was cleaning up the kitchen and hand washing some dishes that were in the sink from the night before. Once they were done, I turned around and took maybe six steps away when I heard a whooshing sound. It was a very strange sound, and I immediately stopped and turned around. Now, above the sink, there was a shelf that runs along the window where Tracy has vases with plants and flowers, etc. Mm -hmm. When I turned around, I was shocked to see all of the flowers from this clear gray glass vase had come completely out and were <gasps> now in the sink and all Ooh. over the counter. What? But the vase was still on the shelf. Fuck. Yeah. I just Whoa. stood there instead, my brain trying to make sense of what I was seeing. I got my phone out to take a picture because what the fuck? I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then he goes on to write, I'm getting the chills just thinking about it again. No oh, shit. my God. Um, Tracy and I were convinced Sarah was not happy about our changing up the bathroom. So we oh. walked around and spoke to her. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We wanted her to know that we loved the way she had the house designed and we were only freshening up the paint. We meant no harm. Tracy's boyfriend thought we were both crazy and insisted <laughs> the cat was up there and knocked the flowers out of the vase. <laughs> the cat was nowhere around. And if yeah. it had been the cat, there's no way she could have gotten every single flower out of the vase like that so neatly and without knocking the vase off too. No way. Wow. Yep, I agree. Um, I went on to paint in the bathroom that metallic blue, which was stunning. And there were no more flower incidents, so we think Sarah was satisfied after our talk. <gasps> All I know is the cat was definitely not there. And that sound I heard and the way the flowers were completely out of the vase like that, I can't explain it. I've attached some pictures, the flowers after the incident, and the bathroom with the Sarah-approved fancy metallic paint. Tracy also has a ghost story that I've made her tell me several times and it always gives me the chills. I'm going to have her tell me again so I can capture all of the details <gasps> and send it to you. I think oh you'll appreciate God. it. Yes, um, please. Yes, we will. Frank. And okay, so check out Listen, these pictures. Listen, pictures. Okay, first of all, can we just I just want to quickly talk about the paint color. This paint color is gorgeous. It's divine. I am into it. Nice. It's absolutely stunning. And also mm -hmm. the way mm -hmm. that the light hits it, like I shit you not. <laughs> sorry, it's a toilet. But it, the way the light hits it, it like get gives us this lovely lighter bluish green sheen. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, also really into that quartz countertop. And the sink hardware. Anyway, all of this decor shit out of the way. Those flowers, right. there's no way. No, we're just... looking at, it's like a windowsill shelf above mm -hmm. the sink. And there is an empty vase. That It looks, there's a bush behind it in the backyard, but there's an empty vase. And all of these like yellow mums are just strewn out of it. But also that, but do you notice the water? The vase still has the water in it. And yeah. there's no water anywhere else. No, nothing was knocked over. It's not like something got knocked over and then the vase got put back in place. There are flowers in the sink. There are flowers on... A water filter. Thank you. 
And then You're there's welcome. flowers on the counter too. But they look like they've been placed there. But they're like in no specific. No. It doesn't look like they were. I don't I don't know how you would take those all out at the same time and have them fall like that. That's bunkies. Whoa, man. That's fucking bananas. Wow. Right. We need to hear the stories from Tracy, please. And yes, thank you. Please. Thank you Write so much back. for writing us and sending pictures. I and know, for the compliments. Thank you. God, just, you know what? We're Joy? so glad you're listening too. I feel so validated in what we're doing. I know. Thank you everybody for liking us for realsies. Oh my God. I feel like Sally Field. They like us. They really <laughs> like us. <laughs> it's really funny that you said Sally Field, but I pictured Sally Jesse Raphael. Because <laughs> I'm old. Oh, yeah, that's what happens though with Gen Z. No, with Gen X. I can't remember anymore. X. X. We're X. Because we're old. Um, yeah. Oh, so, my gosh. That was really good. Um, do you have a scam mail that you want to sell us? Send us. Sell us. Send it. We're not buying shit. We're not buying shit. We don't have money. We put money into this, but we don't get paid. We don't get. Hey, do you have a company that wants to pay to advertise? Do you uh, have a podcast network that wants to do our shit for us? But let me continue to edit by the seat of my pants. (laughs) Yeah. do, Do you just have a lot of spare cash that you got through whatever means that you just want to throw at us? Whatever means. <laughs> Did it fall off the back fell of a truck? truck? That's cool. We don't care. Um, cool. Then reach out to us at the residuals podcast at gmail.com. And while you're at it, oh please also send us your, your true stories. Hey. What? Um, listeners. Listen. Listeners. Because that's what you do. I didn't mean to tell you to do what you're already doing. But listen. Um we recognize that we are very bad at answering messages. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not because we don't want to. It's because we just don't have fucking time and then we forget. So I'm going to go through stuff and answer things this week. Um, if you wrote us over the last year, also like DMs get absolutely eaten in our Instagram or like Twitter or anything like that. Like the best thing to do is message us um, at the Gmail account for the residuals podcast at Gmail. Um, I'm going to try to be way better at answering things um, now that my child is in school actually in person and I'm not just sitting there next to a computer while he does school. Um, so yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry that I haven't gotten back to all of you who have reached out um, in a timely fashion. And yeah. I apologize and have no real excuse. Well, th- I, I could also maybe reply. Um, and so I too am sorry. I think I sometimes have- we, we don't want to answer without the other one too, which is I like, the, we want to be like, hey, look at this. Oh, we should write this person back. And then we're like, Oh, children and life. Um, so we're sorry. We'll, we'll do better. I'm really trying to make 
This is to Emily more than anybody else. I'm really trying to make Wednesdays podcast day really? all day long because that's when I like publish it and we go back and forth. So it's good to just have that as like a, Your I'll just day. go through the emails. Um, Wait, are we having a pod meeting while recording a pod? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just go with it. Listen, um, one of us will get back. Yeah, um, we're trying. One of us will get back. We promise. We're trying. I'm trying lots of new things. I'm trying to project my Rubenesque voice. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, be better about answering messages. It is all a around. sensual musk of a voice. Sensual musk. Somebody please. <laughs> someone please tell me what that really means. I don't know. <laughs> Does that mean that like Emily thinks my voice is attractive? Yes, you have a very oh. no, you have a very relaxing voice. That's so weird. You have, I know, it's <laughs> terrifying. I but you have a very when you're reading things, you do you could read, you can do like and I know that I tend to shout a lot, but I can also do the thing. But you're like on a even kill, calming, relaxing. I could go to sleep with you reading me stories voice. That's my next you know, podcast. Yeah, I I Once I shout too time. much. I get too excited and get very loud and too close to the microphone and can't figure out. My oh my gosh, if there are any authors listening that want me to read their book, I will yes! do that. I will do an audio book because I yes. can do that at home alone. Like, <sighs> I don't need an office. I don't need anything. I can just do that like I do this. You know, I found Audiobooks, myself next thing. I found myself realizing I was reading uh, one of those I can read books to my kid tonight, which is like, <laughs> why am I reading it? She's the one that's supposed to be saying I can read, but whatever. I can I can read too, motherfucker. She's got you bamboozled. She does, man. Yeah. But we were reading it, and I realized halfway through, I'm like, wow, I'm really putting on a fucking show, mate. <laughs> I, I should make it like should do a demo reel and slap it about to everybody and be like. <laughs> I and and I saw Dr. Tate and I told Dr. Tate I want to help people too. <laughs> Did you know there are more kinds of doctors than this? Really? <laughs> See? There you go. I could do it. Um, this reminds me of when my mom used to read my sister and I stories before we went to bed. Uh-huh. I didn't really need stories at this point because I was almost four years older than my sister. Mm-hmm. But my mom, you know, we shared a room, so she would sit in between our twin picturesque beds you know adorable adorable and she would read (laughs) she would read cinderella but she would like make it funnier and like add things that were not in the story and we i don't know why my mom thought it was a good idea to get us fucking riled up and laughing and like crying falling out of bed before we would sleep <laughs> but she would start going in the schnozola sisters because, like she would just like make up shit and like go off on this tangent and it was hilarious i love and absolutely that absolutely one of my favorite memories from being a kid If you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us, you think, oh, I should send my stuff in, email us at theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And I think we have a Twitter too, don't we, Joy? We do. We definitely have a Twitter. It is at the residuals pod. Just that pod? Just that. 
drop the cast for Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, should we get back to the show? Oh, heck yeah. All right, you got time for one more? Yes, always. Let's do this. Okay. All right. In the spirit of keeping with what we were talking about earlier, about how we're really great at going through our emails, this one, uh-huh. <laughs> this one is from back in August 10th of 2020. Oh, God. Um, it was sent at 12.28 p.m., which I'm only bringing up because... That's my birthday. Oh. Um, anyway, <clears throat> Christina writes. Christina, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're both in a group of our friends that's about life skills it's and the true. lack thereof, and we mm-hmm. don't have them. And we vow for this year that that will change. And we're sorry, but we love you and we're here for you now. So, Joy, let's tell everybody. So, yeah. if you're still listening, Christina, and you haven't stopped listening because. <laughs> We're giant assholes. Um, Cool. Hi, Emily and Joy. I am listening to episode 22, Caffeine-Free Diet Coke. Oh, that was season one. Yeah. Which also, I'm sorry. Hang on. Stop. I need to interrupt you. I knew this was going to happen. I can't find Caffeine-Free Diet Coke anywhere. Again, she's losing it, everybody. I fucked up. I should have stocked up when it came back and I didn't and I'm an idiot and it's now gone. Somebody please send her some. Someone just send us an email and tell me where I can find some in the greater Los Angeles area in bulk. That's all I need. Okay. Sorry. And continue. First, I really connect with Emily's experience about not being able to give blood or platelets in the U.S. I lived in Germany for five years in the 80s. Up until recently, I was banned from giving blood. Looking further into it, apparently, now I am allowed. As far as the remote thing, do you not know that either? Maybe you can. I don't. Let me Google. Okay, carry on. I don't know if we want your UK blood. You know what? Um, I've been told. I think there's actually a blood shortage. There is. I've been told it's because I might have mad cow disease because it was hopping in in the UK in the late 80s, early 90s. But I haven't eaten meat since... 90, since the summer of 1990. So, you know, get off my ass, people. Carry on. Um, as far as the remote thing, I am the youngest of three. So it became habit for me to walk off with the remote in hand because in my house, whatever kid had the remote had the control. Oh, I love that. You have the power. Now for the paranormal stuff. Our apartment is haunted. It started out small, like I would sense a kid in my room when all three of mine were asleep. I would be home with just my daughter and feel a small hand on my lower back when my daughter was in a different room. I saw a child run across my living room when all three were in their room playing together. No, Christina. Trust me, they would have ratted each other out. Oh, are your children my child who we refer to as snitch? Oh, man. Maybe. Sorry. Then a few years ago, I was washing dishes and I took my engagement ring and another ring I wear off and put them in my pocket. After getting done with the dishes, I totally forgot about my rings and went out to coffee with a friend with the ring still in my really small. Oh, sorry. With my ring still in my really small pocket. 
When I got home, I remembered my rings and went to get them out of my pocket and they were gone. Oh, fuck no. Oh, I know that feeling. I searched my car, couch, etc. Still no rings. Mm. Oh, hang on. I'm hold on a second. I need to just make this bigger or something because I can't. No, come on. My failing eyeballs. Do you have glasses? Oh, somewhere. This is the oldest lady thing I've ever said. Oh, somewhere. Oh, some, uh, maybe. Ooh, I got them somewhere. Um, okay. When I got home, I remembered my rings and went to get them out of my pocket and they were gone. Mm. I searched my car thoroughly. I went back to the coffee shop and searched. I tore my house apart, moving tables after searching for them, checking in the couch, etc. And still no rings. Oh, God. I told my fiance and he was livid, but eventually calmed down and we accepted the loss. A couple days later, my close friend had something to do and asked me to watch her son. So I agreed. I was feeding him and put his bottle on the table that had nothing on it. This will be important later okay. to burp him. After I got him to burp, I went to grab his bottle again. And next to the bottle were my rings. As Shut up. had been there the entire time i thanked my ghost and happily put them back on oh man this sounds oh my like my sister's story i so was bad. just gonna say Amazing. that's a kleenex ring next story okay we had lost the remote for our blu-ray player and oh. so whenever we wanted to watch a dvd or blu-ray blu-ray someone would have to sit in front of it and wait for it <laughs> to get to the menu screen and press play <laughs> I'm laughing because I know this life. Yeah. <laughs> I was stubborn. So even though we had, it had been missing for months, I never went and purchased a universal remote. <laughs> I get it. One day, one day while our two oldest children were with their mom, I am the bonus mom. Our youngest was with their dad, my ex, and my fiance was at work. Uh, and my fiance was at work. I was on the phone with a friend from middle school while I waited for the movie I wanted to watch to get to the menu screen sitting on the floor in front of my entertainment center. Should I say that again? Yes, please. <laughs> Stop at one day. You got it. One day while our two oldest children were with their mom, I am the bonus mom. Our youngest was with her dad, my ex, and my fiance was at work. I was on the phone with a friend from middle school while I waited for the movie. I wanted while I waited for the movie, I wanted to watch to get to the menu screen sitting on the floor in front of my entertainment center. All of a sudden I got the feeling I should look down. And when I did, I abruptly told my friend I had to let her go because the remote I had been missing for the remote that had been missing for so long had just materialized in my lap. Shh. What? what is your what is your crotch a portal i reserve the right to come back to that in a moment. i'm sorry other things have been moved um other things that have been moved have been drinks traveling on their own from room to room Jesus. pill bottles moving my phone moving books disappearing and reappearing and other things. I'm sorry. This is so long. I love listening to your podcast. It gets me through my day. 
Oh, and I also have prophetic dreams and feelings, but that is for another time. Okay, so all okay. right, Christina, first did of all, you prophesize that we would be terrible friends and not read this for so long? Yes. Sorry again. Um I'm so you know, first of all, I apologize oh that we have taken so long to read your email, Christina. And so we suck. This is amazing. Oh my so, gosh. You, so this reminds me of when we talked to um Katrina about apportation and, yeah. and all of that shit. Um I it, just I need to read this insane. again. All of a sudden I got a feeling I should look down. And when I did, I abruptly told my friend I had to let her go because the remote I had been missing for so long had just materialized in my lap. <laughs> I just I need that to happen to me. We have wow. the same TVs in our house. Like, oh, yeah. And so we have the same remotes. And I've ordered so many spare ones that we have like maybe three remotes for each telly. Oh. And I lose them so much that I have to use this one lone remote and just rotate it from room to room and carry it with it's me. It's just on a lanyard. It should be. You just carry it from I room to room. I keep finding them on the kitchen counter. Like apparently I take it away from the kid and I put them in different spots in the kitchen yeah. and then I just find a small pile of them and it's not a ghost. It's just me. It's just you. It's just me. That's amazing. I love stuff all the time. Oh my God, Christina, thank you so much. This okay, is amazing. Christina. And please, if you're still listening to us, I will follow this up with a uh, super apologetic email as well. But like, if you still listen and you want to share those prophetic dreams and feelings, please do so. And we will read yes. them in a much more timely fashion. And also, Christina, I just checked. FDA imposed a ban on blood donations from anyone who spent more than six months in Britain from 1980 to 1997 because of the possible risk of transmitting the human form of bovine spongy form encephalopathy known as not going to read that i can't pronounce it probably mad cow disease um so there we go i'm still not allowed to ever donate blood in america wow i'm not i don't have mad cow disease do i is that why you moo when you get upset oh maybe could be why it fought so much as well oh all those tummies i know so many of them <laughs> Could also be why I have 10 nipples. Oh, well, you never know. Um, wait, that's what? Cows. Wait, how many? I have to show you an anatomy book. <laughs> wait, how many others do cows have? Quattro. Four? Solamente quattro. Just four? Yes. Have you never looked at a cow? I mean, I've milked one. I thought before. you were you from would the, that I would You milked remember. a cow. Why Goats, did I, I think believe, there only were have ten. two. Of course, they only have four. They've got four. It's like a rubber glove. Why did I think you know they were a blown up rubber glove minus Joy. the thumb? Joy. Yeah, that's a puppy. A puppy has like ten. Or a a pig. Pigs have a lot. That explains it. Pigs have a lot. Cows four. Goats. Four. Two. Jesus. I've milked a goat. I bet you have. Well, more than one. I have milked goats. Goat cheese is my favorite. I know. It's so good. It's such so good on a beet salad. Ugh. And next time on what cheese is your favorite, we'll be talking about. Ugh, fry it. <laughs> fry it. Batter. Like cover it oh, in my. like, like breadcrumbs. Anything. And cover it, it in more goat cheese. And put, it in my mouth. <laughs> put jam on it. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Honey. Oh, crusty little piece of something. Stop yeah. it. Stop so talking good. dirty to me so in your good. musky voice. That being said. Anyway. Joy, what happened this week that you're grateful for? Oh, fuck. Um, I love how sometimes I just go completely silent and it's as if like <laughs> it's as if the recording has stopped. Nothing. It hasn't. It's just that I'm holding my breath trying to I'm think grateful of something I'm grateful for. For nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Oh, oh, I am grateful for the CD player that <gasps> we do have now. Oh, nice. Nice. Right. I will share, though, that right before it got here, I said to my husband, so how big is it? Where will it fit in the entertainment center? And he said, hmm, I don't know. I'll probably fit over there. And I like had an OCD Capricorn, you didn't figure this out beforehand, freak out. And I was like, what do you mean you don't know where it's going? So we looked at the measurements and I was like, that won't fit anywhere. That's too big. We have no place to put that on our entertainment center. Long story short, I am a jerk about planning ahead and he doesn't because he's like a Pisces. Um, And Everything's fine now because, of course, it fit in the one spot that it could fit Okay, because he's lucky. Um, Anyway, so we have a CD player now and we have broken out all of our CDs that we still have from high school and after. (gasps) And we opened them all up and we were like, oh, my God, check out all these CDs. And we let our kid pick the first one to play. And he picked my actual first CD that I got at a birthday. I think it was like my 13th birthday and I got Pearl Jam's 10. Shut up. And he picked that. He's like, I want this one. And I was like, sold. And we listened to like the whole album and I have pictures of him like head banging, like (gasps) running around the house, like dancing and shit. It was fucking fantastic. This is amazing. Oh, that brings me a lot of joy. It was great. I'm really thankful that we, um, got the cd player and that we have saved all these cds for so long <laughs> i have tubs of them in the garage tubs. i'm sure and i have tubs of vhs i when we when i first moved out to la i had a tiny tv that was a one of those tv vcr combos and it was mm-hmm. the little like sanyo ones yeah and i made the biggest mistake of my life by getting rid of it um i was shit. just looking those up for you the yeah. other day. Oh, see if God. I can find one. I got rid of it when we moved. When my husband and I, we moved in. We started living in sin after three months of dating. Yeah. Um, hey, buddy. Um, <clears throat> and then so when we moved to our new place, I got rid of it and I still kick myself. And that was nine years ago, 10 oh, years. Man. It'll be 10, 10 years ago. This coming April, I got rid of it gotta hit up that like fb marketplace i have and they're like five hundred dollars ah god damn it they know what they got i know find somebody who doesn't i've been on i've (laughs) been on my local buy nothing group and i'm Mm -hmm. just like just waiting yeah and i'm doing a i'll keep an eye on mine thanks i gave i've been going through i've i had eight rubbermaid tubs of 
things that we have been slowly migrating into the garage of our mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. so that if it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And I have been posting every fucking thing I can in our buy nothing group. And then when people are like, oh, I want that. And then we're messaging about my address to pick it up. I'm like, by the way, is your kid into horses? Because I've got some horses for you. And it's you like, open your trench coat and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> just like, just like just I got some watches. I got some My Little Pony. You like Peppa Pig? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Peppa Pigs, right here. So that's, that's nice, it. Peppa. So I'm wondering if I can do a little bit of I give you Peppa Pig, you give me your old TV that you don't watch. <laughs> that's a mm. It's got to come from like somebody's grandma. I know. Oh my God. My mom used to have one of those little TVs on the yeah. counter in kitchen i whenever i talk about my mom i get quiet like she's gonna hear me and yell at me Um, um, why are you because i'm talking because i'm talking about my mom (laughs) she doesn't she doesn't live even on the same coast as i know but she knows things sometimes i've talked about it i'm sorry um we had this little i don't even know if it was 12 inches it was such a tiny little screen under the counter you know like on the countertop under the the cabinets and it was only her television and no yeah. one else was supposed to watch anything on it. Like no one else in the house was supposed to turn the TV on and do anything to it or change the channel. Fucking nothing. It was yeah. hers. So of course we didn't listen to that when she was in bed. My like stepbrother and I would stay up, like watch stuff, whatever. Why would you? Yeah. She always had home shopping networks on. So when you changed the channel, because the home shopping networks like QVC specifically had been on for so long. The bars where they put the product information and the phone was number along the bottom burned was burned, the burned completely burned into the screen. So no matter that. what channel you watched, you still could see like the 800 number to call QVC and like the boxes for the layout. I love that. <laughs> That's dedication right there. My mom used to watch oh, the yeah. weather channel. I'd come yeah. home and find her standing in the living room ironing watching the weather channel, which was God bless her. Um, you know, one of the things um, what was I gonna say? I did I don't know if you did this. And for me, I think it was because I was a Delia's catalog girl, but to me, I really loved getting all of my electronics from Toys R Us, may it rest in peace. And I'm talking, I got my <laughs> my DVD player from there. Uh-huh. And I had my cordless telephone. Oh, was from tell there. me more. It was purple and see-through and was yeah. like shaped in like a big rectangle. And I fucking loved it. Lovely. Um, I did have, I had one prior to that, that it was a nice lavender, solid lavender. And I broke oh. it. Oh, Probably when sorry. I was drunk. No, it's fine. Mm. I was probably drunk. But then I got another purple one and it was see-through and it was great. But I got all of my fucking electronics from there because I was like, they're so cute. And it's there's like, like so a metaphor quirky. in there for like drinking and being like unable to see through things and then coming out on the other side of it and being transparent about no, stuff. No, no, it's all about emotional arrested development that I still oh, okay. to this day. Never mind then. Dealing Never with. mind then. It's fine. It's fine. If if it was, I was just actually sitting here thinking, oh, I wonder if I can get that from Toy. I wonder if I can get a CD player from Toys R Us. And then I remembered it's no longer. No, they won't have them. No, because they don't exist anymore. Poor Jeffrey. You're off. Um. Anyway. Um. Oh wait. I. What are you grateful for? Did you just do that? No, but I'm grateful for the fact that I've been able to give all of these toys of my kids away 
to other families and these people I'm getting sent photographs of their kids and their grandkids playing with my daughter's toys and it's like yeah you know you know the first thought of everybody is I'm just going to take it to goodwill but then like is what's going to happen to it after you go to goodwill is it actually going to go to somebody and it's like I'm actually able to give it to people in my neighborhood and seeing how much fun their kids are having playing with stuff that gave my kids so much joy. It's just like, it's fucking awesome. No, that's great. I have such a huge, gigantic, like half of my shed is stuff that I need to like give to other people who need it and will appreciate it. And I, much like our emails, uh, I just don't have the memory bandwidth time, whatever to like, take all the pictures and do it so I'm going to try and do like one or two things a day to not overwhelm myself because I have so much but people come take my stuff yeah (laughs) I mean my husband is highly organized to a point that like it's we are very much polar opposites in that and he redid the whole garage Mm -hmm. tidied it and he was like we have these eight tubs of shit we've really got to go through it I don't know what she will won't play with anymore so I'm like that's fine you know let's do it but because he knows I procrastinate and because he knows that I will be like, yeah, no, I'll get to it. It's fine. He hid my treadmill. And I get it back. <laughs> it's being held hostage. He's holding my treadmill hostage. <laughs> That's very funny. Which is really sad. <laughs> but it just goes to show how well he knows me that he's like, I listen. Here's the thing. I know you motivation. Know. I need to have a carrot dangled in front of me. It's Which is funny because you usually need the carrot on the treadmill, but the treadmill is your carrot. Uh, exactly. What is happening? I know. Wow. I know. So I've already gone through most of it. I'm going to finish it tomorrow and give the rest away and whatever I can't gift, then I'll figure out. But right. Yeah, I was I was pretty organized in the shed and then we went in there uh like the week before Christmas and then the the shovel fell on my toe. So like I haven't wanted to go back yeah. in there. That makes sense. Um I don't know if I told everybody about How is the, your foot my feeling? toe or not. Yeah. My am I probably broken toe. It still hurts. It's not as bad, but um we'll talk about that another time. By the way, I they said that I hadn't broken my finger, but they oh. only, they, they've x-rayed it like from the top and like from the side like this, uh-huh. but right here underneath it, right here, it's still blue and purple oh. and swollen and hurts. That's the only spot it really hurts. So I'm like, and he said to me after he x-rayed it, he was like, well, it takes 10 days for like some fractures to show up. So it yeah, it might just, yeah, it might be because of the swelling. I couldn't yeah. see it. So no, I I, I fucked my toe up, yeah, but um, I think the the thing was that it really didn't hurt. <laughs> so I was like, uh, it can't be that bad if I'm not like crying. <sighs> anyway, I'll I'll tell you guys about my probably broken toe and about how I have mysterious bone fragments in my feet from X-rays another time. Mm. With that, uh, don't forget to sage your sofa. You're right, and, and maybe your broken toes too. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe sage Joy's your toes. <laughs> Joy's feet, my sage arch, my toes, my archless bunion clodhoppers. Oh, and don't <sighs> be afraid of the dark. But I will. 
I absolutely will. We've been talking for over two and a half hours, Joy. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck and don't fuck it up. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Of course they only have four. They've got four.